Today on Talk About That, John eats a comically big sandwich and makes his own funeral playlist. Meanwhile, we look back at our Christian rock band roots and cringe at our first CD title. Plus a conversation about creativity, authenticity, and why procrastination isn't always what we think it is. Today's episode is not sponsored by introverts. We're so happy you canceled. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. It's showtime. Making waves, taking names. Let's talk about that. I'm John here with Johnny. What was that again? Making waves and taking names. I combine two things. Is that a Baywatch slogan? I can't. Did you watch Baywatch as a kid? Kicking butt, taking names? Yeah, but I didn't want to. You can't say butt on a. I know. It's really. I've neutered the entire. I'm trying to keep it family friendly. I don't think you are. That's why I just said. What's wrong with kicking butt? I forget what I said now. Making waves. Yeah, we're making waves and taking names. I can Surf's up, dude. You know, I have not done a lot of West Coast. No. You have. Well. Working. Yeah. Not really hanging out much, right? No. Did you do one out there in San Diego or something? I've done. I've spent a few days out, you know. Yeah. In California. Well, you don't have to brag about it. I've been to the Redwood National Forest. Oh, from the Redwood Forest. That's pretty cool. To the Gulf Stream waters. Um, This land, Johnny, (laughs) was made for you and me. Um, It's your land and my land. You never hear adults singing that song. Who sings it? Kids. That is a, like, prototypical school assembly song. Yeah. Like, you rarely ever hear... A bunch of adults stand up at an event. It's very idealistic. It's very like, it's a small world after all. Yeah. Listen, it's your land. No one would ever say that, like, if you were on their property. Look, we don't know. This land's land. This land's my land. Come on. Come on. Whatever. No, but yeah, you've done some West Coast stuff, um, but did you ever go surfing when you're out there? Back to the original mocking. I I know that I look like I have the body for it, but I am not much of a... Anything that requires a lot of balance. My center of gravity is a little off. You wouldn't call it low or high. Like even these, it. what are these people doing this uh, stand-up paddle, the SUP boards? I've done a stand-up paddle board. Have you? Can yeah, you can on, do on it. a lake. You can do it? Yeah. Like for an extended period of time? Oh, yeah. You don't just capsize the thing? No, I paddled across the whole lake. Okay. Yeah. Look at you. Have you tried one? No. That's not as hard as you think. I think I did one, but it was in the ocean. Oh, and yeah, so it was a little harder. choppier. Yeah, that would yeah. be harder. I mean, I haven't tried in the ocean. I'm sure I could do that too. I couldn't. Yeah, <laughs> theoretically, I can do whatever I want. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, no, that's become a big thing. You see those everywhere. Yeah, I don't know who came up with the stand-up paddle people, but 
Yeah, it's like surfing for people that don't want to surf. It's kind of like you're on one of those escalator hallways in the middle of the airport that just goes... Oh, the conveyor belts? Yeah, just horizontal, you know? Like you're in a factory that makes lazy people? (laughs) I love the people that get on there and just don't move. They're just like... Yeah. Well, if you're you're early for your flight, that's what you do sometimes. What else you got to do? What do you mean? You ride it like a kid? You might as well. (laughs) Give me a Starbucks and let me ride the old conveyor belt. You tear their ticket. Retain your stub. But where else in life can you stand yeah. unless you're like an X-Man or something? X-Men. X- what if X they're... person What if they're singular? It's X-Men, but you never say X-Man. Yeah. And what about the females? Why do we never figure out that they can't be the X-Men? Yeah. When you have... When you have Storm and yeah. Jean Grey. Wow. How did that like fly under the radar this whole time? It's Jean Grey, right? Yes. Which she got the worst name of any... Superhero. Yeah, it's just her name. Yeah. It's like like she's an accountant. Like she's going to sell you a house (laughs) and then vaporize you accidentally (laughs) because of some weird. She was the psychic, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. Who she had like more powers than everybody, right? And her powers were always, you know, threatening to destroy the entire. Some Marvel nerd right now is freaking out that we're sorry, guys. We're going to say something wrong, a little bit wrong, a little bit wrong. Yeah. Um, that is a bad name. But Jean Grey does sound like a Remax. Yeah, they never gave her another name. Yeah, Did they? she should be now like Hedzo or whatever, like because she's she's psychic, you know, <laughs> psycho out of town. Hedzo. <laughs> Sorry, I just I don't know. Wow. Anyway, I just uh, if you're if you're the a big old man cough after if you're that. a big Marvel fan, we apologize. But yeah. well, I like Marvel. Speaking of, yeah, have you seen Wakanda Forever? I have not. Unbelievable. Really? You liked it? Yeah, it was very good. It's kind of sad, though, right? Because they have to kind of deal with the Chadwick Boseman death in it. Man. Sorry to be spoiler alert. In the intro of the movie and at the end. Right. It's a funeral. In the- they, well, no, it's not a funeral. Oh. There is a funeral. Yeah, but it's really the John, way. John, did you watch the movie? Guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a um, the way that they honored yeah. both. So, like. You know, you, well, I don't want to spoil it either. Yeah, don't. I mean, I never saw the first one. But they, they find a way without acknowledging that this is a fictional story to to honor Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, that's cool. In a way that's like, it's, it's hard to explain. I want that for this podcast when you I do? die. I want you to move on, mm-hmm. but I want there to be some, you know, some honoring of me. How long does hovering. that have to last? Is it like a... Uh, each episode... Because this was one movie... Each episode needs to have like a full length in memoriam. I will remember you. Something like that. (laughs) You don't want go rest high? No. I mean, sure. Yeah. Johnny, you won't have a choice. That's true. You'll. you'll I'm going to play whatever I want to. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what I want played at my funeral. I often think about that. Like my wife does not like most of the music that I listen to. So, so, so she would play songs that she likes. At well, your that's funeral? what I'm saying. Like to make her play the music. Well, first I like, of all, does it need a playlist? Like, I think it does. That's really for me, interesting. Like, you I think I'll, that's an American phenomenon that we got to figure out. Like, I always have music going in my head from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to sleep. Um, and like, which I think that was a Sting song, wasn't it? What I just said. Yeah. Anyway, so I think that's psychosis. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> would you say, Do you always hear music in your head? And is it saying that you're no good? <laughs> 
There's one song and it says, you're no good and not worthy of love. It doesn't really rhyme. You know uh, that one? I think it's called Headso by Gene Su- Gray. Super catchy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think if you want to remember me, yeah. you know, for the things that I like. Yeah. It should be your music, choice. But I'll be punishing everyone else there. Except what you, it, maybe. What kind of corny stuff like, are you going to have? She hates like. Cotton Eye Joe. That'd be great. Going, the casket's slowly yeah. lowering. What? Come from when you go. Yeah, I don't. People don't, are crying, but also like kind of nodding their head. Tapping their foot. in there. No, I don't know. I just, I just kind of like, again, I like King's Kaleidoscope. Okay. Like she'll hear it. It's very, the two records I really like of theirs. A lot of synth. Yeah. A lot of horns. And a, it's and it's a lot of very alternative uses of those instruments, right? And sounds. And she's just like to her, it doesn't sound like music, right? To a musician, especially if you're kind of a music person, it's like innovative. So it's a little yeah. bit like hard to hear the first time. It's one of those records. Like I think my favorite stuff now is stuff that I didn't necessarily like when I first exactly. heard it. Yeah, it gets it becomes like part of you. Yeah, you but know? if you just want like music that you don't have to think about. Mm-hmm. I like music that I have to think about, which is right. So if I played that, she she was getting the car. She's like, "What is this? Like we haven't got to the words yet. It's just like you know some interesting big drum synth loop, yeah, thing going." And I'm just like, "Well, I I, I kind of like this, you know." And uh, and then you say to her, "I want this at my funeral." And then she's like, "No, you guys have dark conversations." <laughs> <laughs> no, play whatever you want, babe. It's fine. Really. I yeah, think I, mean, I should have some say. Really? Yeah, I want to. I want to program your funeral. Do you want my guitar when I die? That's the question. You're like, uh, you know what? I've had. I've had. Didn't a we talk guitar about this? Now. What you would leave me, and you said I would give you my guitar. And did you say your truck too? I we was going, about the I truck. was going to, but now in earlier days I would have, but now I feel like you know what? There's probably others who could benefit from my truck more than you because you know I don't. You're a grown, successful guy now. Are you, you taking back the truck? If you need a truck? You can go get one. What if someone else can't do How that? much money do you think I have? Johnny, I just go I've buy seen, trucks. I saw what you ordered at Longhorn. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't go getting the uh, spicy chicken bites unless you got some serious It's literally corn. the cheapest thing on the menu, the spicy chicken bites. <laughs> By the way, if you go to Longhorn, it's six, bu- six and a half bucks. Yeah. It's a good deal. Yeah, Longhorn today, we were meeting with our friends, Jeffrey and Allie. Yeah, and you were late. Okay, I was late. And we gave you the normal amount of time before we ordered. Like, we were like, all right, we'll give him five more minutes. And then after a while, we were like, okay, it's, he's 15 I minutes was late. late. I was 13 minutes late when I pulled in the parking lot. We ordered right before you came in. Uh-huh. And then we all ate. Uh-huh. And then you did not get your food. It so took about 35 minutes to get It's my a food. funny thing, too, because we're all not <laughs> occupied with our food when they bring your food. And your food was such a spectacle that it added extra color well, to it. Well, one, I wanted to ask the waitress, like, hey, it's my food. Because it had been a long time. Yeah. Since I ordered. You had that pensive look on your face. She cut you off. She was like, it's, it's coming. It's coming. And, but she said, then she said, sorry it took so long. You know, you were late. Yeah. And then she a, put a, it bunch, back on a bunch you. of to-go orders came in. As if like my arrival time, uh-huh. because the only thing late means is I was behind you guys. Because right. to her, no one's late so you early. think you should have gotten in front of the to-go orders? I just mean like I wasn't late. I'm a customer that arrived at the restaurant. I thought it was weird when you said, don't you know who I am? <laughs> You said, look at me. Haven't you? And then I pulled a buck out of a bag and she was like, I've never seen that. Yeah. You said, where is your, I was can like, I speak with your manager? She said, I am the I manager. I am the manager. Yeah. Yeah. That's always. Yeah. 
So I would say that even if I wasn't the manager, somebody ever said to me, can I speak to your manager? I would just be like, I would hope that would just diffuse the whole thing. And then if they called that bluff, I'm like, I guess I have to quit my job. Now. <laughs> I have lied to this person and told them I'm the manager. That was my only move. Well, when they, when she brought the sandwich, it was, which, which normally I get chicken wings, whatever. I'm a little off you the wagon. Got, that was, listen, by the time you get back on the wagon, the tires are going to bow. <laughs> When I saw that sandwich, it looked like the thing they put on the Flintstones car. You'll be rocking that mama like a wagon wheel. It looks like the the piece of dinosaur rib that they put on the Flintstones car that tips it over. The literally the so and, and this is a breaded chicken sandwich. I tried to order something cheap off the lunch menu. It made the full size bun look like a crystal bun. It did. You could have put another. It looked like a slider bun. Another one or two buns, possibly. You had to bite two or three bites of the breaded chicken to get to, to the, the bread. Bun. I mm-hmm. couldn't get to it. Like you could have moved the bun around mm-hmm. the circumference. Uh, the, we call that the bun pivot. <laughs> <laughs> it was was that a dance move? Yeah, the bun pivot. Yeah, it was right after stanky leg. Right. It was yeah, but like MIT dances. So yeah, um, yeah the but bun yeah, that pivot. was a and I thought. It was. It made me laugh so hard because I thought, "No way, John finishes this." I look over five minutes later; it's gone. No, <laughs> that sandwich. I did not finish that. You sandwich. inhaled that sandwich. <laughs> okay, first of all, I did not finish it. But the truth how much is, was left, John? Uh, almost the size, about half of a real. No, sandwich. No, it was like one bite. No, left. one bite one from John a- bite. We call it. <laughs> you want to know the truth? Yeah. The truth is, I would have finished it, but you would all be like, oh my oh, gosh, tried. look at the size of the sandwich I made sure I left One something like, oh, there's no way a human being could eat all that. What are you going to do? Unhinge your jaw? And then you're like, you gulp and it's gone. They're like, oh, John's a freak. <laughs> so yeah, I made sure I left some. Yeah. Guys, the truth is- You wish now you could go back and- Oh yeah, it taunts me. It haunts me. <laughs> uh, the, the truth is, there's almost no amount of food that if I really wanted to, I couldn't eat with ease. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're that that way, but yeah. I I could eat whatever I wanted. Right. It's not good. Like, I'm in... Although, yeah. I did go to the doctor, like I said, and they said I'm doing fine. They so gave you the all clear. They were like, order as many of those chicken sandwiches as you can. Yeah. It was huge. Go out and celebrate. It was huge. It was like having a steak. Mm-hmm. Like a breaded fried chicken steak. That's a thing. That's a... Breaded fried chicken steak? Chicken fried chicken is not, like a chicken steak. But not breaded steak. fried chicken steak. Because that's a... I think that's a made-up thing from a country song that you just wrote. It's one of those songs that's stuck that con- in your head. I still got that country idea, but what I'm going to talk to you about it off the air because we're going to write it and present it. Oh, good. Record it. Yeah. It's going to take some writing. I don't think it'd be hard to write. Okay. But, um, and that's not saying that I'm good at writing country songs. It's going to be a, it's going to be a spoof. It's not like it's, it's not a spoof. Sorry. It's a, yeah. It's just a, a a goof. It's a genre parody, maybe. Yeah. So speaking of song clips, mm. we have uh, joined forces with Life Audio, mm. and they have given us the new protocol for the future podcast. We don't have to use them on this episode necessarily, but maybe it's already going to be put on because they're going to go back and retroactively put these on there. I, we don't know yet, but this is the sound that John found that you will hear before our podcast begins, which I think just adds a luster and a like a... You know, doesn't it make us? It legitimizes us. I think. I think it does. You go. Oh, I'm. I'm gonna dig in. This feels right. And just like all legitimate podcasts, people stop and talk about how legitimate it makes them sound. Yes. Just like just what we want. Yeah. So here it is. Life audio. (laughs) 
<laughs> you cut it off. I cut it off. Hold on. Life audio. Wow, it's uh, pretty it's, legit, bro. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's like uh, it's soothing. It's got synth. It feels. I think I heard a rain stick behind there. Mm-hmm. Do you hear a rain stick? I kind of felt like it was. Remember that Spandau Ballet song that. Mm-hmm. That guitar. Rain, 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 rain. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. It's got to get up way high. Are you saying I wasn't? Johnny, get your keys right. Mom. I have perfect pitch. <laughs> Do you take one ear off? We should, write a, we should write a story about a guy with perfect pitch who can't sing. <laughs> like he, he just can, knows all he the notes. Hears he hears it That's all. a G. Right. That's all he knows. <laughs> he, can't, <laughs> yeah. he can't do anything with it. No, I'm horrible at music. Yeah. Uh, I like the new... Uh, I think it's great. Yeah, you'll be hearing that at the front of all the episodes. So, Unless they like drop us now because we've stopped to make fun of the thing. We're not making fun of it. I think it's fantastic. Well, sorry, sorry. I was making fun of you. Oh, right. But you were making fun of the thing. Yeah. That's what we do. Well, it's kind of like when David Letterman worked for NBC, you know, and he had Late Night with David Letterman, he would make fun of GE. He would call them like corporate pinheads and stuff. Yeah. And it was kind of like a funny little adversarial relationship. Yeah. Maybe that'll be the playful exchanges we'll have with Life Audio. <laughs> oh, man. Probably not. No. We're probably going to get cease and desist emails right off the bat. They're going to be like, hey, if you, know, if you know this, but we don't need you. Uh... <laughs> and we need you to dial it back like eight notches. <laughs> I would love to be needed badly enough that I could just say whatever I wanted to say. Yeah. And like, oh, well, let's not. Let's not uh, whatever we do, don't offend John. I don't want to lose John. No one ever says that. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, We're always chasing it. We're like, chasing yeah, the ball. If we lose John, eh, we'll probably find someone Who better. Who is John? Can we lose John? Right. Yeah. Who is John? But <laughs> <laughs> really, though, who is John? That's that's, that's, that's what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> we don't have time. <laughs> we're already almost out of time. No, we don't have time. Um, who is John? Yeah. Uh, we are very excited, though. It, it's going to be... You are going to hear some ads. <sighs> and so I was talking to the network this already week about this. I'm furious about this. That we have literally, in every episode, a not-sponsored-by yeah. And then now we're going to have also sponsored, sponsored by. by. And so I think we can have a lot of fun. It's going to be a this. little bit of a whiplash. They've told us we can keep the not sponsored by. Oh, that's nice. So uh, so they're okay with a little bit well, of that. Well, that was going to be a deal breaker. Oh, you so were going to. If Johnny can't keep the not sponsored by, I'm You don't out. understand how unstable he is. He will walk. <laughs> <laughs> he will. Was it Michael Scott says? He will cut off his nose to spider face. Jeez. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. oh, my goodness. Well,. We're excited in Life Audio. They've been great to us so far, but uh, it's very we're young in our relationship with them. Yeah, it's like the first date. Yeah, it's like an audition, really. It's like this whole. Do you do auditions on your first? Well, dates? I feel like a first date is like an audition. You're kind of like you're not being your real self. Right. They haven't seen the real us. They've not asked us where we'll see ourselves in five years, but no. Because I mean, they saw your medical reports. <laughs> they saw you eat that chicken sandwich. You're like. Let's make it. What do you three years? What, do you what about three years? In two and a half years, um, yeah. Do you have life insurance? Yeah, yeah. How many meds are you taking? <laughs> These are weird questions for a podcast network. It is strange, but I was like, "This fair? It's yeah. fair." I've seen myself. Seen myself. I've seen myself. Well, um, speaking of health, though, I did go to the dentist today, and you got a good report. I got a good report. Did you get a lollipop? They don't give candy. Well, you know, they, your do- a regular doctor mm, gives you candy when you have a good day. Dentist is a like, sucker. Well, counter- not as, not adults. Adults should still get a sucker. Dang it! 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're a kid. When does that stop? Pediatrician? Because, um, like, you give the kid their whatever. Together, their... It never stopped. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You give your kid the whatever, a sticker or whatever, and then they go, yeah, I did good. I remember my, my guy would have a drawer. He'd wow. you'd go into the drawer, and he'd let you pick out. Oh. You'd so have, like, a little ring pop. You'd have a whatever. Like, one of those I go to the thing as an adult. I'm actually paying for the doctor. Right. I got to meet my deductible for the year or whatever. I'm already like dreading going. Yeah. You know, I got to have a, some mole looked at to see if it's irregular. I'm Ugh. nervous about it. And then at the end of it, he just goes, uh, that'll be $800. Right. There should at least be, hey, reach into this hey, drawer. Man. I'll make you a balloon animal. <laughs> something. To go with it. <laughs> Give me something, doc. I think if you ever go back to medical school, mm-hmm. this could be the, what sets when you apart. When I go back. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not necessarily going to be good well, it's medical like care. it's kind of like what Patch Adams thought he was going to be, right? Right. He wanted to be the, which that's a real guy. And by the way, I have friends who are doctors and they all hate that guy. Really? Because this idea that like, let's make medicine fun. Yeah. And the other thing was he raised a ton of money and then didn't build the whatever, oh. the Gesundheit medical foundation yeah. was going to be his Gesundheit hospital. Yeah. Like he didn't build, maybe he did now, but I remember years ago, my doctor friend was like, yeah, we all hate that guy. He just raised a bunch of money on his profile. Wow. Uh, from being this high profile thing that Robin Williams had played in a movie. And then he's just a, he's a quack basically. I was like, that's not, that's, maybe again, I we're just, I'm just saying this is my one doctor friend who said this. No, no, no. You're, now, you're a patch Adams person. We apologize. You... Keep those donations coming. <laughs> you feel led surely he built it by now especially after somebody said something yeah but my one friend said it there's no way to know yeah there's a lot of pressure on that guy yeah i don't um i do like think should the doctor movie, be a, more fun like should you come in being all wacky when you give somebody like a infusion i will, I will tell you this a blood transfusion they're like hey, they're all happy yeah. putting on clown noses like that's off-putting to me my wife's neurosurgeon yeah she had an aneurysm, you know, 22 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't like a goofy guy at all. And I remember my father-in-law, he wasn't my father-in-law yet. We were just engaged saying, that's okay. Like, I really don't, like it struck me at that age and forever I've thought of it like that. He's like, I don't necessarily need her brain surgeon to have huge personality. Yeah. I just need to be very good at brain surgery. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need him to, so yeah. I kind of judge doctors now a little bit more like, do you know what you're doing? Right. More than like your bedside manner. See, I'm an, even though I'm an introvert. Bedside I, manner sounds like an old, like an English show on the BBC. Bedside manner. Next week on Bedside B- manner. BBC. Okay. And I, we should start a band called BBC. It's like a rap band, but in British accents. Hold on. Bro. No. Okay. Um, but I like, sometimes I think I'm too friendly mm-hmm. with doctors. Like I connect, like I connect too much. Yeah. And occasionally I think I will distract them, like, and I'll leave and they're like, oh, I forgot to, they forgot forgot to, to write, about they this oozing sore. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the reason I came, like, we connected well. I'm the opposite. Get... I feel like a little kid and I've not done anything they've said since the last time. So I feel like I'm going to get scolded. Do you like. And I, I feel, I find myself judging them too, because, like, like if your doctor was like, well, you need to lose about 25 pounds. Like, so do you. Yeah, because yeah. if you're like, well, look at you, dude. Right. But I don't say it. You know, Johnny, this is just kind of like. I mean, I say it on the air, but I don't. <laughs> I would never say it out loud except in front of millions of people on the podcast. Yeah. Um, It's kind of like, I had this talk with someone the other day, like pastors, there's this line of you don't 
want to hear from a pastor certain things you know that they don't do themselves. Yeah. But the flip side is, is like the real essence of the pure message of what we're trying to convey cannot be done by a human in its entirety. So you're going to mess up. That's why you need Jesus. So it's kind of like, I used to think I could only communicate a message that I, in my mind, you've conquered that was proficient at in that area. Now I'm like, well, if I was proficient in it, then it's a, it's an incomplete, it's not enough as it is. Right. And so, you can attain it in your humanness. But there is some line there. Like, I don't hear right. from someone about, like, I don't, like I told someone today in a meeting on community, like, if someone doesn't live authentically in ministry, I don't care how much they know. Yeah. I don't want to hear from them. Like, I don't. Like, if you're isolated, you You refuse. don't care how much they know until you know how much, how much they, they care. Come on, guys. Is that what mm. you're getting at? I, it kinda, I need more slogans is what I need. Johnny, I, I want to base an entire ministry on just slogans. I spent my first 10 years doing that, basically. So <laughs> just I can tell you, just, uh, people don't remember it. Um, no. But they don't remember that, how much you care or know how care how much you people know. Don't. People just don't remember. <laughs> that's that's the my slogan. I was I was writing on some old Just do what you want. People won't remember. I was writing on some old glory stuff and I was and there was someone who uh, it's actually Walt Whitman. I was quoting Walt Whitman, yeah. who was a, a medic for the Union Army. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they called it that then, but he was writing to his mother about these like multiple men who had died fighting for this very small regimental flag, like just to to recapture it. Yeah, and he was like, "How can someone die over something so small? You know, just a symbol." Of course, Old Glory is like eleven by seventeen feet. So I was making like this sentence, and I found myself speaking of cliches. Like, I found myself saying, you know, but for some, <laughs> I don't think it's going to stay or something like, yeah. it's not the size of the flag in the fight. Oh, my It's gosh. the size of the fight and the person the, who's fighting for the, like. It, <laughs> you can stand in front of a flag if it's small, but you stand behind it if, it, I don't know. You drape yourself in it if it's, if, if you, you get not, chilly. If you do not open the door, the door will not open for you. Yeah. If you doubt your powers. You get power to your doubts. You get power to your doubts. Everybody knows that. Yeah, that, I don't think that line should stay. I, I think don't think it's going to make it in the editing. I mean, I don't want to try to pretend that I know anything about editing books, but. Well, I don't think we should pretend, but. It shouldn't. Even a fool like you. It shouldn't make me grip my teeth <laughs> as you say it. <laughs> I was trying so. No, I, I knew as I was writing, I was like, ooh, this is. See, Johnny, if I don't have a lot of advice. Yeah. Because I'm not that successful. Not that that's the key to it. John, I think you're plenty successful. But I've, I've done this, like, again, when you say, oh, you're a successful writer, what that really means is, for me, like, someone let me do it way too many times yeah. and sometimes paid me for it. Mm-hmm. And maybe no one else wanted to. You know, so, so it's cool. Like, I've done it. Right. But, like, what does it mean? I don't know. But I will say this when someone asks me and they're, like, stuck. They're like, I keep stopping and reading over what I wrote. And I was like, hey, one thing I have learned in whatever this is that I've done Writing and editing, two completely different muscles in your brain. Like yeah. you, you cannot do them both at the same time well. If you're, yeah, in yeah. A cre- if you're in a creative space, stay in a creative space and just write whatever comes out. And then yeah. you can go back and edit later. Yeah, I think that's – I get stuck in that mode a lot where I'm already editing as I'm writing a joke. I'm already saying, oh, well, this has been done or this is too preposterous. And I let myself 
trick myself into not creating more. Yeah, you'd be better to write ten bad jokes a day, and, mm-hmm. and out of three days, one or two come out great, and you have two great jokes in, yeah. in three days. But you wrote twenty eight ones you can't use. Yeah, I read somebody was talking about their writing process, and they said when they're writing a first draft, they think of themselves as just scooping sand into the sandbox, and then later we'll build something with it. Yeah. That's good. But you're just scooping ideas in. To, yeah. You're just the matter and the material you're going to use to build the castle. Yeah. So, but if you stop and go, I don't know if this castle's gonna. Is this even enough sand? Like right. you're already psyching yourself out of creating. Yeah. Well, that's what this whiteboard is right here. Oh yeah. It's been there forever. Yeah. It's all the pieces mm-hmm. of what that proposal could be. You know, slavery, abolition, reconstruction, the Civil War. Quotes from the the figure. But again, I don't know what to do with all that. And a lot of that has shifted now, like the sands. Like so much shifting sand oh my goodness. in the sandbox. And guys, isn't that just like our lives, though? That's um, our show. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, make sure you subscribe. Just kidding. That's not our show. We still have a little, while, little ways to go. Um, although, yeah, so you're writing a, you're writing a book that's going to be kind of histor- historical. History. History. <laughs> Uh, so yes. yeah, but you have, so you have to do all this extra research yeah, and then you have to know that like, okay, I'm going to put a spin on this. that's not been put on it before. That's the other thing about history books is yeah. so much of it has already been talked about by right. a million other books. Yeah. The great thing about what I'm writing is, is I feel like it's one of those rare moments to have a unique story to tell that all the elements will be recognized, but no one knows the story. That's where you're wrong, John. I've Googled. And yeah, you could find it. No, I'm just But kidding. no one's written that definitive book about it. It's like I always tell the story about when people ask about us being in a band together. And I talk about when we kept having to change our band name <laughs> because there were other band names yeah. that were like that. And that was a big deal back then. This was the early days. The internet was barely around then. But we could look up. We could just type in the name. It wasn't even Google yet. It was like right, it was ask, AOL. ask Jeeves or whatever. <laughs> And then uh, it would be like, we were Five Smooth Stones, uh, which a cringier name there never has been, but we were. Yeah. And then we found like eight other Five Smooth Stones uh, for a total of 40 stones. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> then, so we changed it before we did our CD. But we were on a deadline because that I think in all the times we changed, was always a deadline. So, so we, we were, had to come up with the name like, like that now, week in the right. studio and make artwork for it for the CD cover. Right. So we chose 11th Hour. Right. And it was then, some of our best artwork. And then we... Because the name of the record was... Well, do you want to tell them about the record? No, I don't. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. It was so bad. Johnny put... Uh, we put uh, 11th Hour uh-huh. in pasta noodles floating yeah. in tomato soup. What year was this? 99? Yeah, probably. 98? Might have been 8. And then Johnny's like... In one of the pictures, you got like glasses on. Yeah, and I'm like eating from like, the pasta, out, making that that kind of. It's really the same funny face you make when you do some of your characters now. It's kind of like a isn't this soup delicious? Yeah, and the name of the album was. <sighs> you just got to do it. You did I it. I don't want to talk about it. See, I love it when I did. I did so many cringy things yeah. as a writer, but yeah. when you do, I actually still like. I well, think here's the thing: we were like funny guys and had all these silly inside jokes, but our music was so serious. Oh well, yeah. That that juxtaposition to have a silly cover and a uh-huh. silly name, and then you listen to the music it's and it's not, not silly. silly. We only did one silly song in any of our records, 
And so it was odd, but we just thought, oh, this will be so funny and they'll right. land. We named our record Mm-mm God. <laughs> and I, to this day, I don't know why. I think it, we thought it was just the worth, funniest thing ever. At the time, it was so funny. And it was funny. But the funny thing was going to my grandfather's church to play. Yeah. Oh, right. Because it's, you know, three M's. He was holding the CD. He goes, and he loved it. He laughed. Yeah. And he was, and he was so proud. Yeah. And Papa said, <laughs> we got John's band here tonight, and uh, they have this new CD, and it is so funny. Mama, Mama, God. Mama, Mama. And he said, Mama, Mama, God. And I, we, yeah. I mean, I was so honored by my grandfather, and I had a great laugh. Like, it just, you know, so <sighs> anyway, yeah. Then there's the ideas we didn't do. Do you remember the one we didn't do for the second no. CD? We it was going to be no. Was that this was actually the third one? Because it was going to be an EP that was all we could afford to do, and we had the idea to put our bass player Brian Finley in a hoodie in a basket of a bike, and call it EP Phone Home. <laughs> and, right. and we didn't do that. And surely it's been done now. I don't know, but oh. I'm so glad we didn't do it. Wow, I'm glad we didn't talk about it. Right, right. <laughs> when our third. That was the third one because it was all, we well, could only afford the five songs. Yeah, but then we, we changed our band name again. Right. That's what I always tell people. We changed it to, we found a bunch of 11th hours. Right. So we changed it to Scarlet Thread. And then there actually were a bunch of Scarlet Threads. So then we changed our name to Amy Grant. But that was taken too. We found out, yeah, there was another one of those. So we were like, what about Carmen? <laughs> they were like, no, that's good. Who? <laughs> who? There's a couple of those. Yeah. I did grow up listening to Carmen. Of course, doing human videos. Yeah, I was the, oh, I was the devil man. in all the plays. And uh, wait a minute, hold on. Yeah, did you have the little thing that made your voice go, or did you do it naturally? You did a. Well, there was no voice. We were doing the video. We were doing a human. Oh, video. you played the, but you were doing act yeah. outs. Like uh, what was yeah. the, uh, the the the? Uh, I'm thinking of uh, the champion. I'm thinking of uh, judgment houses. Yeah. When people put the thing on their I voice that, that makes too. them sound like the devil. We did a judgment house in my youth group one year. I can't. Yeah. Judgment houses are such a '90s, early 2000s like yeah. anomaly of weird. It is a time capsule of like evangelicalism. Like I'm not a like. <laughs> I want to say this. I'm not what people would think of as like hold together the sacred parts mm-hmm. of of church history and culture, you know. But now looking back, even myself, I'm going. We probably should have been chasing people with a chainsaw inside the four walls of the church. You know what I'm saying? To, yeah. Like that's where it that got. might have been a. I'm not. There sure. was a meeting had about that, and they went, "Yeah, right." Someone that said will get, that will get people saved. Yeah, use the much fake blood and strobe lights and chainsaws. Uh, I just remember the Judgment House or the King, whatever you call it. Uh, what's the other name for him? Judgment House. I can't. Remember. There's all these different names for him, but we did one at a church that we were youth leaders at, and our buddy came who was not a Christian. He was dating somebody who was. They kind of got come to this. It'll be fun. And he was in his, he's a middle-aged guy. And I remember like four or five of the scenes were like car accidents. You hear, you know, and then they wake up in heaven or hell or whatever. And then at the end, they're, we're walking out and they go like, what did you think, Matt? And he was just like, Christians can't drive. <laughs> I just remember, God, I got so tickled at it. The message of that play was like, Christians cannot drive. I Wow, this is a day for cringy things. Just because, yeah, I just, no, we didn't put that on. Yeah. Now, as a kid, I did. My youth group, we put one on. Yeah. I think I grew out of that pretty fast when I became a We never did it when I was a youth pastor, but yeah. I don't know. 
But you were that you were acting out as the, did you did you have like an elevated sense of yourself when you played the devil? Did you get like stilts on or what did you do to be the devil? Because well, to me, when I look at you, I think you nailed it. <laughs> not done anything yet. No, don't, don't change. Even, a thing. Don't even listen. There, I, the I, horns that you have are a bit much. Can we file them down some? <laughs> I remember uh, that in the champion, I would always take a big, like actual dive off the side of the stage at the end when Jesus won. Oh, right. Okay. Like I would do like this full, like I would just, just flail about uh-huh. because I was invincible. Hit the concrete floor. doesn't hurt. Remember yeah. those days? Because you're the devil getting knocked out. I was trying to get out of the dentist chair today and it took a lot of time. Yeah. She had me down real low. I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, what, Make a noise. what is happening? Yeah. Can't even. Like you're climbing out of and a And I was well. kind of upset with her for it. Like, hey, lady, do we have to put me down so low? You know, yeah. that's a... <laughs> that's a guy who's in the second third of his life. Um, the beginning, if you're, of, if you're lucky, well, the first half of the second third. So I have a long way to go before I even get halfway through the second third. Because <laughs> if you live to be ninety, it's your second act. If you live to be ninety, then like the fifty-five play. is like the beginning, the halfway through the second third. I mean, think about that. Mm-hmm. You're not even to the third third yet. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> there used to be this comedian I worked with, and he talked about being. In his, I think he was in his fifties or sixties, and he was doing like a a set in front of us. It was a comedy competition, but he was a, a veteran comic had been doing comedy for yeah. years and years. And one of the jokes he did that I remember is he was talking about uh, uh, men in your uh, later life. He said, "Just so you know, guys, uh, it's going to be a low scoring second half." <laughs> I just thought that was such a funny way. I never heard it put quite that way. <laughs> it was really funny to me. Wow. And uh, yeah. I hope he's wrong. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still have. Do you have visions of you being like this super fit sixty-year-old, mm-hmm. sixty-five-year-old? I do. Like, I'm yeah. the guy. I'm, the, I'm that guy. You see, you want to try to get in shape one. I'm going to get in shape one last time. No, I think I get in shape and stay that stay way in shape. all the way to the end. Wow. See, I know I won't. No, but I could. Maybe I will. Probably yeah. won't. Your history tells me. <laughs> Well, that's the point. I always think that's that's the uh, sorry Enneagram uh, non enthusiast. That's the seven wing in me who always feels like, yeah, there's an adventure ahead though, where I'll do better. Like I definitely have that in me where I think there is some better version of me that I have a lot more faith in. So if I was to book, let's say I book a thing and they go, well, it's 2024, but they want a new hour of material. Like yeah. if I tell you now. That's not enough time probably to come up with a brand new hour of like really polished material. Yeah. You know, but in my head, I would, I would be like, sure. Yeah. There's plenty of time. I'll have, that's a, that's a year to get my life together and like workshop a whole. See, it's a gift to me. Give me that time. Give me that deadline. Now I will do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel. I definitely, that's, I've crafted some things because I had a deadline for sure, but I do think like. I think that about procrastination is like, am I a procrastinator or do I really believe in my future self that much Hmm. in my ability to like rally? Yeah. You know, because I would wait till the night before to do the paper. Is that because I think like I got this or is it because I would rather watch? That's interesting because I just read that in a book somewhere that a lot of people think what they're doing is procrastination. But what it actually is, is they almost word for what you said. They don't yet believe enough in in their ability to do that, yeah. And so they would prefer not to fail, 
Yeah. So that's not procrastination. That is, they're they're not convinced. It's like a protective. It's a protective thing, or and sometimes it might even be wise. Like, I know for me, there's certain things that I know if it can't be accomplished. Mm-hmm. Like someone told me this this year when I was doing a bunch of platform building stuff, you got to do a weekly newsletter, All a right. weekly blog. I mean, and from the outside, since what I do is right, that seems like yeah. Right in your wheelhouse. Okay, that's right, my wheelhouse. You're writing anyway. Just put a, put a snippet of it out every week. But I did a weekly blog. You may not remember this. Back when I moved here, mm-hmm. uh, and even when Sadie was first born, I wrote for like two years straight weekly. So I know what it's like to write that. And at this stage of my life, I, I never could figure out why. I was like, why do I never start this? I can't. I even wrote on my, my to-do list for the week, write your first whatever blog you know, for this week. Never could do it. I don't think it's procrastination. I think something inside would never give me the green flag for it. Like, huh. like, nope, you, you know, we can't do this. Like we've done like this to sustain it. Yeah. You're not going to be able to, you could do it, but you're not gonna be able to do it every week. Like they want you to for the next indefinite amount of time. And who are they, John? Johnny, <laughs> that's a great question. <laughs> the unseen critics and haters. Uh, I have enough unseen critics on the inside. But to your point about like procrastination and I did read this and it made sense to me. People, overestimate what they can do in a week and they underestimate what they can do in a year. Hmm. So like if it gets to be like, it's two weeks before the beach trip, you're like, I need to lose 30 pounds. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. You're not going to, it's two weeks, but you can lose 30 pounds in a year easily. If yeah. you just change a few things around, but you don't think of it that way. You just go, oh, I just, you, you're more likely to just wait until. Yeah. But I mean, if you make little changes, like a year to a year is a gigantic amount of time to work on something. But we always go, uh, yeah, with the immediate. I tend to do that. It can. Pro- I mean, you're way more balanced than no, I it's am. It's not that. You're well adjusted. I think prose writing, the only way to write a large project is in small chunks. I like to rattle off big weeks of it or whatever. But yeah. But if you give yourself more time. How do you make an elephant statue, John? Mm. You cut away everything that's not an elephant. Oh, there, isn't How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time or something like that? You cut away one bite. You eat the... How do you eat that chicken sandwich? How did you know know. the person who held the tail thought it was a snake? Right. And the person who held the feet thought it was a pillar. And then the third person ate the trunk? Is that what it was? Mm -hmm. I can't. Yeah. What'd you say about a chicken sandwich? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, John, you can have another chicken sandwich after we're done. Good grief, it man. Enor- it was enormous, man. <laughs> I tell you what. It was a whole chicken. It's one of those ones where if you set that down and you tried to tell me, no, no, there's no hormones in our chicken, <laughs> I'm going to call you a liar. <laughs> this chicken that chicken was, was tipping was over. on steroids. Yeah, right? That chicken was tipping over. Could yeah. not stand on its legs before they killed it. Right. And now I can't stand on my legs because I ate it. Man. God, Cause and effect. Isn't it... Uh, such a truth. Isn't it just like our chickens? We are the chickens we eat. Mm. And From our head down to our feet. It's not the size of the man. And mm-hmm. the, Wait, it's not the size of the chicken on the plate. Yes. It's the size of the plate. In the... Yeah. I think it was it's Winston Churchill chicken. who said... No, <laughs> By the way, we do have a segment uh, that I want to bring back. We're not going to edit in the music, John. It's fine. No, I can do. John has music, and we'll figure it out. But it's uh, this week in history. We've been doing it, and then we stopped doing it. And I, some people actually liked it, and so, uh, and I'm one of those people, and I'm part of the show. So we're bringing it back. 
So this week in history, John, uh, are you doing it? This is so many edits for Jeffrey. There you go. <laughs> Look at that, John. You did it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Mark Twain was born. Eighteen thirty-five. Uh, he died age seventy-four. I did not know. Is that. his middle name Tilden? Samuel Tilden Clemens. It does not say. It just says Mark Twain. Or was it just? I think. You, why do I remember that? Tilden. I don't think that's right. There's no way to know. All right. Mark Twain was born. Uh, in two thousand seven, American motorcycle motorcycle daredevil. That's a tough one. American motorcycle daredevil Evil Knievel, who was known for his death-defying stunts, which included a spectacular jump over the fountains at Caesar Palace Hotel, Caesar's Palace Hotel in Las Vegas, in 1960, died at the age of 69. He died young too. Who is this? Evil Knievel. Huh. By the way, Samuel Langhorn Clemens. Thought, Samuel Tilden. Sorry, ran in the not Longhorn. Langhorn or Longhorn. Langhorn. Okay. Langhorn. He made a good change. Who was? Where'd you get Tilden? Samuel Tilden was a politician who ran against Rutherford B. Hayes, I think, in the election of 1876, because it was like a hung election, and that's when they ended Reconstruction in the South. I think that was... Was that Samuel Tilden? Oh, there's no way to know. So we had contested elections even back then? Well, that's one of the... Yeah, Samuel Tilden, election of 1876. Yeah. Um, Look at you. Yeah, we did. That's one of the reasons I'm writing this book, so... Uh, yeah. American singer-songwriter Michael Jackson released Thriller 1982 this week. Wow. That's a big one. My daughter and I were talking about Michael Jackson last night on the way to volleyball. A lot of discussions about Michael Jackson. Yeah. His legacy. About separating art from artist. Correct. Was it more of that stuff? Well, she's, she struggles because, you know, there was some weirdness, and yet the music's so good, so can we enjoy the music, like you said? But, but then do you not believe the weirdness because it's not proven? Yeah. Or is it just, you know, when someone's so big... I you don't know. want to believe it because the art is so good. You're well, like, I don't want to believe this person's a creep. Well, I said, if, if nothing else, we can say this may be the example of someone being too big for accountability. That regardless of what happened yeah. or didn't happen, he should have had enough trusted voices in his life that someone would go, hey, bro, yeah, creating this, like, basically amusement park at your own house where you invite young boys over unattended from by, by their parents... That's a bad idea. Even if you have nothing, right. you have nothing you need, bad at heart that you mm-hmm. want to happen. Yeah, that's not a good look or a wise move for you yeah. to make. So you know, so we at least had that little talk about what was. <sighs> yeah, that's a tough one. But Thriller, man, she likes. Uh, she listens. If she's going to listen to Michael Jackson, the go-to is uh, bad. No, Dirty Diana. Smooth Criminal. Smooth Criminal. Yeah. Okay. That's hers. I'm like... That's, that's from the bad record. That's the yeah. one? I mean, like, I would go... If I have my go-to Michael Jackson song, what's yours? <sighs> Want to be starting something? Huh? Want to be starting something? Is it? Human Nature, maybe? It's got some... Uh... Black and White for me. Really? I love the guitar line. Always have mm. since I was a kid. <sighs> no? Macaulay Culkin cameo in that video? Yeah. Although, yeah. I'm not going to comment... Now I listen to the messaging in the song differently than I used to. But interesting, interesting indeed. You see, it is not so black and white now. Oh, come on now. Available at fine Book wherever stores. you get published materials. Today, for every download of Michael Jackson's "Black and White," I will send you a free. I'm just kidding. Okay. Uh, Next in history, British statesman, orator, and author Sir Winston Churchill. Uh, 
who rallied the British people during World War II and led his country from the brink of defeat to victory, was born in Oxfordshire, England. Wow. This week in history. 1874. Wow. Yeah. That guy could squint like a son of a gun. He had that one eye that would just kind of... Did he? He looked like he could. you could put a monocle in there and he could just crush that thing. That one eye just... Mm. He had a... It was a stern look he had. Old crushing monocle, they called him. Yeah. Um... <laughs> He's a very stern-looking person. I'm always fascinated by the number of actors that play Winston Churchill. It's like it's because Gary Oldman has. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it. Uh, that's the list. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> okay, who's the guy from uh, Third Rock from the Sun? John Lithgow. 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 I said Lithgow. What do Lith- you say? John Lith. Yeah, sure. Which well, is a very interesting character for him, since he's not even British. Right, but he can. He's pretty great. He could do whatever yeah, he, he wants. Yeah, he did great. Did he put on the fat suit? What happened? I don't know. Or did he gain weight? You know, our friend Roy's a professional Santa. and I just he, saw the photo on social media where he shaves his eyebrows off and his hair uh-huh. to, to wear all the, the accoutrement. But he was saying yesterday, because I was eating badly in the staff meeting, Yeah, I was like, hey, we don't all get to try to be Santa every It's true. Year. He can just let it go. And he was like, actually, it's harder for me to put on the weight than you think. I was like, it wouldn't be hard for me, but right now, I just go to Longhorn and get. But the yeah, he has to put on the the white eyebrows, so yeah. he shaves his. I didn't know this. He shaves his eyebrows for that season. Uh-huh. He looks like a seal. He's just got no. I don't think my eyebrows would come. He back. can't make expressions. Well, you still have brows, just not with hair on them. He's just kind of <laughs> womp womp. He's just yeah, like a seal. He is. He's all smooth. I told you I swam with a sea lion, right? And that's in the seal family, or no? Yeah, yeah, they are. Are they like, related? One has ears. They cousins. One has ears, and one doesn't. I think there's and, no ears. Well, one has like holes instead of ears, and one has like little little ears that stick up. Do your impression of it again. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else in history? It's like the sea lion was here. <laughs> it's beautiful. Uh, hold on. Uh, Pink Floyd released their eleventh studio album, "The Wall." It's a pretty big one. You didn't know about this, but Finland, after they refused the Soviet Union a naval base uh, and other concessions in the fall of 1939, Soviet troops, about a million of them, invaded Finland on several fronts, initiating the Russo-Finland War, Russo-Finnish War. Yeah, because there was another famous war that started around that time. Mm-hmm. So I was a little... You thought it was World War One. Well, I knew that's not... No, two. I'm not... I knew World that, War Two. I knew that's not how World War II started, as we well, know. Well, it, it didn't help. <laughs> that's probably true. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry if it's not a big enough conflict for you. It's only a million, million people, people. Yeah, invading a sovereign nation. Yeah. You're like, oh, that old thing? <laughs> that's just a police state where I come from. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Sorry to all of our Finnish. And our... Speaking of Finnish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got more, don't you? No, uh... I'm looking. Yeah. Um, Charles the 12th, king of Sweden, was killed during a siege of the fortress of Fredrikston, Ooh. east of Oslo Fjord. Wow. I like that when they put that J in there and you got to say Fjord. Yeah. Ending Sweden's age of greatness. The age of greatness ended with his death. That's what they're saying. You know what? Charles the 12th was... That's a good compliment, though. If that's like, what... That's what of, yeah. The age of greatness of this podcast would end at... Which of our deaths? Uh, if I was killed uh, in a fjord, 
<laughs> like an F-150. Uh, if I, <laughs> was, if F-150. I was hit by a fjord, <laughs> would, that, I, would you say, man, the show was the age I of greatness? I just made a commercial is, in my head. The age of greatness. <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day. About 2022 like a, fjord, F-150. I was thinking about the... Driving uh, through a river. Yeah, I was thinking about that the other day about a product, but it's like a a Christian version of the 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 baby thing in the front and call it a Bjorn again. <laughs> it's like a baby Bjorn again, <laughs> but it's got like a Christian message on it for people. I right, see what's funny is we laugh, we could sell those. Oh, we could sell them right now. People would buy those. Guys, what do you what do you got there? Oh, it's my it's my Bjorn again. Bjorn again. What's the message though? I don't know. It would just uh I don't know. Uh. <laughs> Try to think of something that's not completely Call psycho. now and behold. You're right. We will send you a comforter. There you go. If your baby gets too chilly. What jo- What tag was that to? What joke? Oh, it was something I did in the early days of my stand-up show when I would put all these slides of things I bought on like Christian websites, like uh, yeah. the uh, Armor of God PJs. Yeah. Was one of them. So it was these kids in these armor of God, like fluffy. Yeah. And it had a little shield pillow. And yeah. And I said, now I remember when I called, the guy said, behold, we'll also <laughs> send you a comforter. Yeah. But, uh, and then I would do whatever, uh, testaments. We'd talk about testaments. And I'd say, I made my own product. And I would show, like, thy kingdom gum. Yeah. That was- and then Jeffrey had made, like, a Photoshop pack of a gum that said thy kingdom gum and then i said what would jesus chew it got real yeah (laughs) your breath is ungodly when your breath is ungodly yeah thy kingdom gum i don't i still stand by it yeah i mean i'm no i don't have a career based off of it it was the early days of the show there were a lot of like sight gags and a lot of like slides it's like mm, you had to hit the you'd hit the button at the right time you gotta let things be in your listen you should give the Mm -hmm. younger johnny a break okay I, i liked that guy Thank you, John. Let him be who he was. He needed to he needed to crawl so that regular Johnny could waddle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He needed to lay there so that regular Johnny can crawl. Yeah, it's uh wait. Have I soiled he... myself in your vision? <laughs> he needed to just lay there. <laughs> Jeez. You know, listener, and we hope that uh you've been just laying there enjoying this podcast today. Yeah. Yeah. If you're driving, don't lay down. Don't. It's bad. Don't. Yeah, <laughs> please keep your eyes on the road. Ten and two, everybody. Yeah. Do people oh, yeah. still teach that ten and two thing? I don't know. Is that the safest way to drive still? Well, a lot of digital clocks these days. Who can tell? That's true. How do you teach ten and two you know to kids who don't? They didn't grow up with clocks. Yeah. Oh, oh my, my goodness! Someone says, "I got your six. They have no idea. What yeah. What is that? About. Right. But you know what? We do have an idea of what we wanted to do today, and that was to talk about many things of value and worth and to share with you that if you enjoyed this conversation, you could enjoy so many others. Talk about that podcast.com where all the archived episodes live. It's like a little hub for them. It's their home. Yeah. Also known as a webpage. Go to their home. Go to your home. Make it your homepage. Oh, that's weird. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be weird. You just, we should start selling email addresses. Like your name at talkaboutthatpodcast.com. Oh, that would be good. Yeah. You can have your own email. You can email. put it on your business card. And then we wouldn't look in on your email. We're not going to no, snoop. No, we wouldn't steal your information But it's a all. way you can give that email. You know, people sometimes people have an email just for spam. Yeah. Like when they're going to join a whatever, they yeah. go, I don't want to get spammed by this, but they so they give them a fake. I like it. We could be that. We could do that for you. Yeah. 
Chaz at talk about that podcast. We'll give you like up to what, 15 gig or something on our server. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That feels like the right amount. (laughs) Until it fills up with junk mail. Yes. But anyway, you can listen to archived episodes and also kick in a few shekels if you feel like it on our Patreon page. Yes. Uh, That'd be nice. And uh, look, this thing ain't free. And I mean, really, it is free, but it's, free it's not you. free for us yeah. to make it. It actually does cost us money. We took time out of our day. John stopped eating chicken for almost 45 <sighs> minutes. He will immediately <laughs> return to the chicken like a dog to its vomit. That's a proverb. <laughs> it is a proverb. We're, we're quoting scripture. And then, uh, but, but, but in between, we like to make things, and making things sometimes takes time and effort, and we appreciate yeah. all of you out there who help with that. And if you don't help, look, that's fine. If you want to keep on just listening, hey, that's great, too. We love right. you. If your, parents, also, if your parents didn't teach you, you know, to contribute whenever you're late. I took it way too far. Oh, sorry. You're being hateful to people now. <laughs> uh, also, Amazon.com is where you can find John Driver's latest book projects. Yeah. And leave a review, leave a rating, do all that stuff. It helps people find the books. Yeah. My social media, blah, 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 JohnnyW.com, J-O-N-N-I. You can find tour date, tour, new tour dates coming out, a bunch of dates coming out in the spring and the rest tour of the winter. Tour date, Johnny. I would love to see you at a show. Oh, Some of you so guys great. listen to the show. I've had more people recently come up to me and say that they're podcast listeners, and that's why they came yeah. to my stand-up show, which is kind of a cool. It's huge. That's a fun little reversal and that's happening. my residuals are where? You get nothing. Okay. Um, that seems fair. It is fair. You should actually check out Johnny's link tree as well. It has all the stuff that you want. So link tree slash Johnny, J-O-N-N-I-E-W. Yeah. Or my link tree, John Driver, J-O-H-N, Driver. Uh, you can check that out, and uh, we're gonna see probably by sometime in in December we'll make the jump over to live audio. As you heard the you hear the little jingle, beautiful jingle today. I don't know if they call it a jingle. They had a name for it. It's a bumper, a header. A bumper. They had a name. It's in an email, but I can't. Been watching too much World Cup. Bumper header, um, handball. No, that's not a thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, so that's coming out. I'm excited for that. So, guys, thank you for the time you gave us this week, and we'll look forward to doing it again next week on Talk About That. What do you want to do today? Well, Ashley, I've always got uh, work to do, naps to take, but I have a better idea. How about we invite everyone to listen to the Team Us podcast? I love that idea. Let's do it right now. Hi, everyone. We're Ted and Ashley Slater, and we'd love for you to join us as we talk about teamwork in marriage. We share how grace, commitment, and cooperation can help couples live the everyday moments of marriage together. To listen, go to lifeaudio.com and search for Team Us.